previously on Have You Seen Fraser Crane. He completely lost his mind. That's why things were bad between us. He was spiraling. Mr. Kelsey had an accident. Trip through it's a small world pretending I was a UN interpreter. Listen to me, it's not what you think. What? Hello, girls. I'm listening. Kelsey, it's really you? Wow, you don't know how great it is to hear your voice, sir. We found Fraser? Kelsey, sir, we've been looking for you everywhere. And look at that. You come to us just in time. I was on the brink of putting my foot in my mouth over some not-so-nice sentiments about the unprivileged. I've certainly been there before. Ha-ha! I know, and thank you, sincerely for all you've done. You know, I've been listening. He said he's been listening. Are you serious, Ted? Teddy, you're actually serious? Oh, and sincerest apologies for the wait. Fifteen years, is that right? My God, was I sucked into a black hole? Or is time really the flat circle Matthew McConaughey prophesied about? You guys saw True Detective, right? We're mostly Fraser guys. Now that's a great show. You really gotta check it out. We'll do whatever you say. So, Fraser, I mean, I'm sorry, Kelsey, you are doing okay. We were starting to get a little worried, you know, on account of no one seeing you since 2004. Oh, yes, I'm fine. And don't think you need to ask any questions about what happened over those 15 years either. All you need to know is there's nothing wrong. Everything is totally normal on my end. Ah, enough about this old fox, meaning me. I'm the old fox. How are you? My biggest fans, I want to know about how you're doing. He knows my name. What? Does he know my name? Let me talk to him. Come on, let me talk to him. One sec. Let me talk to him. Fraser, Fraser, can you hear me? Trust me when I say, there's enough of me to go around, girls. Ha-ha! Okay, fine. You're on speaker, Kelsey. I'm here, Kelsey. It's me, Sydney. My other biggest fan. Great to be talking to you. It's an honor, sir. I can't. It's too much. Hey, listen, Kelsey, I'm so glad you called. Say, how did you find us anyway? Oh, girls, you know I have my ways. (laughs) No, no, of course you do, of course. Actually, now that we have you, I've just got to tell him. We saw just the strangest thing the other day. You're going to think this is hilarious. We went to this weird tailor who kept letting us know his name was David over and over again. Like, we get it, dude. Anyway, he had these clones... Good God, you're right! That was hilarious! I have to tell you, I'm calling for a very important reason. I think I speak for both of us when I say that I can't wait to hear it. I have to tell you... Well done. Your show is really something. You, you've done such an interesting job. I've, I've got to say it. You two have gusto. Mr. Grammer... Are you kidding? Are you taking me for a ride around Space Mountain with one of those turkey legs in my hand that they should have taken away, but by God, there's no fucking way I'm not threatening that park employee in the name of my own liberties and freedoms in order to keep that turkey leg while I ride? No, no, that's not what's happening here. But hey, I admire that approach. Reminds me of a young me. Oh, oh my God. That's funny. Suddenly, I feel no ill will towards my father. Sid, I think this short interaction with Kelsey has resolved any and all deep-rooted issues I was holding on to. Kelsey, 
Did you hear that? You've saved me. What's happening? I had to go inject some insulin because, well, I, I, I don't know. It just seemed like the right thing to do. Kelsey just said we had gusto and he cured my daddy issues just like that. He's amazing. My fans, I'm, of course, complimenting you. Sir, you don't know how long I've waited to hear you say nice things about me. Lately, I've been thinking that I might be killed by association in some sort of conspiracy before I got the chance to hear it. Okay. So anyways, the real reason why I'm calling. I have an idea. We'll do anything. Whatever you'd like. No, girls. I'm going to give you something. Sir, with all due respect, there's no gift greater than the gift of your safety. We couldn't possibly ask for anything more. I'm, I'm very, very safe. You can be assured that that is true because I've already told you that. No, I'm giving you the opportunity to interview me at my vacation villa in the U.S. Virgin Islands. My birthplace. I think it would be a great addition to your little show. What do you say? Are you up to it? <gasps> yes, of course, Kelsey. It would be an honor. Kelsey, thank you. Girls, this is fantastic news. Well done. I've made all the arrangements for you to come. I can't wait to talk to you about Fraser. I have so many juicy, juicy secrets to share with you. Did you hear that? He has lots of juicy, juicy secrets. Yes, I heard it. Kelsey, this has been so amazing to talk to you. We can't wait to meet you officially. Can we bring anything? I thought you were fans of mine. Uh, yeah, of course we are. We're your biggest fans. We swear. Well, then, of course you'll bring me some sherry, won't you? Ha-ha! Sherry, of course. Of course. Well, I guess the next time we talk will be when you arrive here in the U.S. Virgin Islands. It's pretty much like Hawaii, except only perverted financiers know we're here. I'll be seeing you soon, girls. This is great. We solved the case and we get to meet Kelsey on vacation? Could this whole thing have wrapped up more perfectly? It's almost as if Fraser's best writers, Glenn and Les Charles, dreamt it up themselves. And you know what? Why worry about all the other stuff? You know, the clones and that ghost and the disappearances within Kelsey's inner circle? Because, well, we found Fraser. Now you're getting it. I'm glad we can just enjoy this finale the way God intended, talking Frage with Frage himself in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Damn it. What? I, I forgot to check with Kelsey how he'd like me. Teddy, I'm talking full bush, no bush, medium-sized bush. Does he want me to shave my head? Is Kelsey a hair guy or is he absolutely not a hair guy? Does he like feathers incorporated into it? Or does he go straight for the live birds? Is he a dirty little boy who likes long toenails? Or should I be cutting them? Once and for all in general, though, is that something I should be doing? Hello there. We're delighted to welcome you on board Virgin Atlantic. Thank you for flying with us today. Just taking that salty rock city air. <sighs> wow. Is it just me or can you smell the high crime per capita? Oh, I'd say so. 
Say, did Kelsey give you an address or anything? He must have forgotten, betwixt us admiring each other. Can I just say, and I really hope I don't sound ungrateful here, but I was expecting a more luxury concierge-style experience. I mean, I would hate to sound ungrateful, but don't you think it's weird? What? That was a hauled-out plane with no one inside. We sat in booster seats. You better be careful not to sound ungrateful now. We were just flown on a private plane to the Virgin Islands on our hero's dime. Syndication money can get you far, but it has been 15 years. Money doesn't grow on papaya trees out here, but you bet your ass papayas do. Jesus Christ, look at all the papayas around here. No wonder Kels relocated. I mean, look at this place. I'm looking at an empty... I'll even go so far as to say abandoned tarmac with not a single person around to ask for directions. No taxi stand, nothing. Would you just... chill, dude? We'll just start walking. The Virgin Islands can't be that big or we'd know where it is on a map. You know that phrase Kelsey mentioned? Time is a flat circle? I've been thinking about it a lot lately, you know? And after watching all that True Detective on the flight, and what do you think? Do you think that's true? I think we might be lost. I thought you said everything was going to be fine. You said the island was small enough that we'd be able to find Kelsey no problem. Everything is going to be fine. We're Kelsey's biggest fans. We just need to tap into that fan intuition of ours. Any chance you felt at all horny while we've been here? No more than usual. I just wanted to check in again on that Freydar theory. If we are in fact close, maybe it would kick in or something. I'll keep checking, but... No, I'm at a standard level of goal-oriented horniness on the horn meter. If it turns frisky, you'll be the first to know. Is it possible this is all some sort of sick joke? If I'm wrong about all this, I can't even begin to think what that's going to do for my mental health. I've worked too hard already to convince my psychiatrist that I've made progress. Do you hear that? What? Listen. Sid! Okay, yeah. It's turned frisky. I think I see a light. This must be it. Casa Kells! How do I look? It'll do. Me? One of his biggest fans. Hello? Kelsey? It's your two biggest fans. We talked on the phone. Hello? Hello, girls. Kelsey? Let me spin around in my chair so I can get a good look at the both of you. There we go. Girls, you made it. It is such an honor to meet you. Thank you so much. Of course, of course, of course. But wait, it is also an honor to meet you two. Wow. How often does a decorated theater star get a face-to-face with his biggest fans? Not often enough, let me tell you. We've watched Frasier like a million times. Sid here actually holds the record for most consecutive watches of the series without food. Part hunger strike for the end of the run, part obsessive necessity. 
Guinness showed up. It wasn't a big deal or anything. You should have seen it, Kels. That lady with those disgusting long fingernails showed up. She's working for Guinness now, if you'd believe it, handing out the awards. I guess as some kind of mascot? It's hilarious watching her try to pick up the plaques. Disgusting, actually. Oh, and in case you were worried, we didn't forget the sherry you asked for. Oh, wow. A 2012. Some people would say that's very good. Well, I know I didn't invite you all the way down here to the U.S. territory with the fewest amount of judicial resources just to chitter-chatter. Would you both like to see my stash? Stash? Why, Kels, I could swear you recently shaved. Yes, I see what you did there. Please, follow me. Holy shit. It's beautiful. Teddy, look! It's the KACL radio mic. I'm listening. Get it? It's me as Frasier. Whoa. Kelsey, is that Marty's recliner? Of course. Dad and I fought for weeks over that chair. I had to pull out all the stops to make sure that I would get it. And by that, I mean I challenged my dear old TV dad to a display of manhood. And by that, I mean I lifted him, quite gracefully, actually, by the groin away from it. And just like that... The recliner was mine. Wow, it's a can of Ballantine, Martin's favorite beer. My father drank from that can with his very lips. Yep, it's authentic. Say, would you girls like to crack open that sherry? A sherry with the doctor himself? Um, yes. Great, please follow me to the parlor. Is everything okay? My apologies, girls. Uh, this room was originally designed to prevent people from getting... Oh, ah, 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 there we go. Ha, after you. Okay. Help! Help me! I've been made a prisoner. Get me out of here! Whoa, what was that? Oh, that? That's, um, that's, that's from the other merchandise room. Those Fraser action figures sometimes like to go off at random with phrases from the show. You know... Like, uh, help me, and I've been made a prisoner. Get me out of here. As my biggest fans, I'm sure you remember me saying those famous lines from the show. Don't you? I was thinking that sounded... Exactly like when you screamed in, I I believe it was season 11, episode 16, if I'm not mistaken. Remember? When you were conducting the Brahms hit variations on a theme by Hayden, and then that dastardly Martin came in and scared you. You remember? Why, yes, of course I remember. I was there, of course, I remember. That's the exact episode we used for the audio sample. Great memory. So many episodes, hard to keep track of them all. (laughs) Not for us. We're your biggest fans. Would we be able to go in there? I don't think I've ever seen a Fraser doll up close. They're so rare, I didn't even know they existed. Let's not get ahead of ourselves now. Please, this way, I'll pour the drinks. Say, Fraser, uh, I mean, Kelsey... I'm sorry. It's quite all right. I answer to both. I was just going to say, it's really great you're alive. You've been listening, like you said, so you know we thought you were missing and... Ah, yes. There is that small matter. We've had quite the time finding you too, Mr. Kelsey. We met your friend Alex and your ex-wife and then Yodel got kidnapped, which was too bad. And then there were those clones. But since you've been listening, of course you know all about that. Yes, well... Actually, about all that. We're so relieved and none of that amounted to anything because, well, you're alive and not missing and that's all that matters. Oh, dear God, would you stop nattering on? I'm sorry, sir. Did we do something? Please tell me it wasn't me. I've saved myself for you and I, 
You see, I need this. I'm so very, very horny in your presence. You really think I brought two fans to my vacation home to treat you to my company? Well, yeah, we did think that. No, 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 no. I brought you here for a very specific reason. You have some information I'd rather not get out. You see, I have a very smooth operation running here, and I'm not about to have you two fuck it up. Kelsey, cursing at women? This isn't like you. Are you okay, old boy? I'm fine, like I've said to you before, remember? I'm a better Kelsey. I curse at women all I want now. You're one of them. I thought they were all dead. Those were the defectives, you idiots. Defectives? What is going on? I come from a perfect specimen. So the bar for reproduction was set high, of course. Some just didn't quite make the cut or achieve the exact right sexually charged gays were known for. Not killing them would have been out of the question. The others went rabid, killing household pets, for example. MJ. That was an unfortunate accident. However, the timing was perfect. No one expects foul play when a dog is over the hump, so to speak. We took care of that one nicely, didn't we? We? Yes, we. Hello, girls. Oh, my God. But, like, none of you are the real Kelsey, right? He's still unaccounted for? You two need help. Seriously, what is wrong with you? Flying to a foreign country because someone on the phone tells you he's Kelsey Grammer? This obsession, don't you think it's a little much? No, no. You're the one who's sick, inviting two young and beautiful women to the Virgin Islands under false pretenses, and even with the stigma of inviting young women under false pretenses to the Virgin Islands. What are you going to do? Kill us? Take nude pictures of us and have them put in a nice frame? What? No! Anyways, I don't do the killing. No, my hands must be preserved for artistic pursuits, such as holding a skull out and saying, Alas, poor Yorick, you dumb idiot, you've got yourself killed. Now you're nothing but a skull. I've been working through that scene lately, and I think it's getting tighter. My Kelsey's will take care of you, but before we get to that, you two made quite the mess. Take them away. Get off of me! No, please! No! No! Get off of me! Help! Help! No one can hear you. We're in the Virgin Islands. Let me out of here. Damn it. They're not letting us out. Sid, I asked, but they're not letting us out. Daddy, I'm gonna die a virgin, aren't I? I came all the way to the Virgin Islands to not lose my virginity? Not only is my obituary going to be embarrassing, it's also going to be ironic. I'm a joke. Oh, God. We were supposed to be heroes. We should be snacking on caviar right now, kicking back to a new episode of Frasier with Frasier. MTV Movie Awards in our grip. I can assure you there's no caviar down here. (gasps) Whoa. Who's there? Kelsey? Don't get too close. It could be another one of them. Eddie? It's me. It's Kelsey. Lover of Republican Party values and primetime Emmy Award winner. Kelsey! It's you! It's you! Teddy, it's him! Teddy! Daddy? Is it really you? Come here, baby girl. Daddy! <laughs> Kels, we're so glad you're alive. This is all so crazy. We're we're going to get you out of here. Don't worry. Kels? What's wrong? It's okay. You can tell us we're your biggest fans. Fans? 
I don't have any fans. Anyway, it's nothing. Kelsey, we're right here. We're your two biggest fans, Teddy and Sid. There's no need to butter me up. No. I know what happens to 90s sitcom stars. You give a network decades of great acting, and the next role you're offered is a straight-to-DVD stoner flick playing someone named Mr. Skibbenis, brought to you by the same guy who made Butt Whistle. Oh, Kels. You shouldn't have come. This is where I belong now. No, no, it's okay. I've resigned to this basement prison. Nobody wants to see a washed-up gentleman employing the Meisner technique on TV anymore. Times have changed. No, Kelsey, you're wrong. Everybody's back. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Will and Grace. Nobody asked, but Bill Nye is back, too. Full House. Full House is back. Candace Cameron Burr was relevant for a sec. The world has changed. Also, we could have sworn you were more of a Stanislavski guy. Please, I'm a professional, not a narcissist looking for unwarranted Oscar buzz. Everybody wants you back on TV, Kels. That's why we're here, among other reasons I'll get to later. We're here to get you back on TV. What about those high-concept shows I keep hearing about from the clones, huh? About incest and Canadian motels? Get real. How could I possibly compete with that? Kels, this isn't you. You're not one to back down from a fight because... Well, you always beat the odds. You weren't even supposed to be on Cheers for that long. You were just supposed to be a plot device. And also, that time that you knew you were going to get the shit beaten out of you by that radio critic. Remember? Season 1, episode 4? Radio critics don't even exist and you showed up anyway. Exactly. What's really going on? I don't like to talk about it. It's so embarrassing. Is it the fall? Yeah. It was the fall. I thought my career was over, so I hid. I hid where all secrets stay hidden. The U.S. Virgin Islands. For 15 years. Not exactly. You might be wondering about those clones. Funny story, actually. Somewhere in the height of 9-11 hysteria, I got a little paranoid. Go on. I commissioned the creation of a cloning program. I wanted assurance that my acting legacy would live on without having to run the risk of damaging my physical body or the chance of death again. I know, I'm, I'm, I must sound crazy, but you have to understand, falling directly on these two feet. I stared death in the face that day. The thought of it all gone, just like that, I couldn't bear it. I'm not sure I understand. How do clones preserve an acting legacy? With this acting vessel, which is what I call my body, out in the world, constantly in harm's way, running the risk of damage or death, how could I possibly go on acting? So you lived vicariously through the clones. Keeping up appearances and risking their lives and bodies? Yes, exactly. I'm so confused. So, it was you. You're the reason why you're missing. You and all your other yous. I'm afraid so. But then why are you down here in this cell and they're up there drinking our sherry and watching the sunset together? The program wasn't totally successful. Unfortunately for me, the acting gene was in all of them. Of course it was. They were my offspring, after all. But their egos were off the charts. They became competitive, saying I was the reason we weren't getting any parts. They said I was holding them back, so they took me out of the picture. I don't think they like being told what to do. They remind me of me in that way. They went rogue. I thought we were a team. Is that why they killed Eddie? They were just jealous actors? I don't know why they bothered going after that dog. To be clear, dogs aren't actors. They're dogs. I feel like I'm constantly saying that. It was probably an accident. It happens all the time. Why haven't they just killed you then? Sid! No, I'll tell you exactly why. They need me. 
They make me perform one-man shows every night. They take notes and study me. It gets weird. Best you never have to see it. So what about Camille? That name? You dare mention that name? I am uh, so sorry. I I totally forgot. So when you disappeared, you gave everything to her? Haven't you been listening? My reputation is the most important thing in my life. How could I live with myself if Entertainment Tonight was telling all of America that I was cheap and only gave up the contractual 85% of my value? No, Mary Hart has ruined enough lives. Okay. So what do we do? How do we get you out of here? (laughs) You just don't get it. As far as I can tell, neither of you have any kind of performing quality. They won't have much use for you. No. I'm glad you got to meet me, though. That must have been very exciting for you. Who knows? Maybe they'll make an audience out of you, although I doubt they're ready for it. They're not hitting their marks. They're not grasping the life or death importance of finding their light. You should see me trying to explain pentameter to these clowns. Honestly, it's maddening. So this is really it? Oh, God, Sid. In that case, I'm sorry I got mad at you earlier. Let's just forget it. I mean, who am I to be mad at? Uh, No, no. I should say this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I think I'm better than you. It's just that my pride and classism are a large part of my identity. Classism plus pride plus Fraser equals me. It's okay, really. I just I, wanted I, to feel closer to Fraser. Even he was a little smug. Really, it's it's okay. You're my <laughs> best friend, and I shouldn't have... I've been watching reruns without you. What? I, I know, I, I'm so, I'm so, so, so What? So, I couldn't help myself. I needed more. Girls, enough. I haven't heard a female voice in quite some time, and I'm afraid its shrill pitch is a shock to the system. Sorry, sorry, Uh, sorry. Apologies. Now, let me tell you something. My best friend, David Hyde Pierce, and I haven't seen each other in years. Was it my ego or the glowing reviews he was getting which overshadowed my titular presence on the show? I'm not willing to say. Whatever it was, we let it get in the way of something really special. If we had just discussed things like men... Oh, I miss my friend. What I'm trying to say is, bad things happen when you put anything before friendship. This is what happens. Did you say David Hyde Pierce? Wait, the tailor? Your best friends with a strip mall tailor? Before I escaped to the Virgin Islands, I left my secrets with David. I knew about the basement, and conveniently also knew that he's petrified of basements. I knew no one would find them down there. You must be joking. (laughs) Kelsey, tell me it isn't true. You're really friends with a strip mall tailor? I'm sorry? Now you must be the one joking. David. David Hyde Pierce. My TV brother and real-life best friend. Oh, for God's sake, Niles! Niles? That was fucking Niles? Holy shit! Holy shit, we met Niles? Based on those suits you're wearing, I'd say yes. I'd know his work anywhere. He learned from the best. Fraser's costume designer, Audrey Bansmere. I can't believe we met fucking Niles! He's lovely. But I want to make sure you're hearing me. What I'm trying to say is that I know what you share is something special. Because that thing you share is me. Plus... I'm confident neither of you will have an easy time finding anyone else who could tolerate your intensity, let's call it. You two need to stick together. You're all you've got. Sid, 
The truth is, I, I don't know who I am without Fraser, and sometimes I just do what I think he would do. Sometimes that means putting you down because you don't get what financial excess feels like, and also because you think watercolor refers to the scale of how brown water can get before it's unsafe to drink. I get it, I'm poor. But it's finally time for me to stand up for myself, for once in my life. You have given me a chance at a better life, and I will always be grateful for that. But we can't keep going on like this. You as top dog and me wearing a collar, role-playing as some kind of consenting sex slave without the sex, figuratively speaking. I thought I deserved nothing because people made me feel like nothing. If Fraser has taught me anything, it's that I deserve someone to play squash with. Someone to annoy me with their hideous furniture. Someone to fly to Chicago for, to maybe spend my life with them. I know that person is you. You just gotta treat me better. That's all I'm asking for. I really am gonna try. I'm gonna be a better friend to you, Sid. Thanks. And I promise I'll set boundaries. No more setting my hair on fire just to see what happens, okay? And I'm going to be a better hero to you girls. As I once said, you can't spend your life obsessed with death. And that's exactly what I'm not going to do. Even if this is where I'll take my last breath, I will accept my fate. I think a hug might be in order. What do you say? Come here. Oh. Oh my. <laughs> Sid, is that something in your pocket or are you just excited to see me? <laughs> what? What? No. Uh, uh, oh, I, I guess the tailor must have accidentally left his chalk in the pocket. Did you say chalk? Yeah, I did give, say give chalk. That, give that to me. David? You've done it again. What is it, Kels? Tell us, boy. I have this friend, Alex. Oh, yeah. We met, actually. We think he might be helping the clones. We saw him in your storage container. No, 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 no. He's been helping me. Make no mistake. He's been making sure the public keeps a blind eye to all of this. You know, checking in on my kids and ensuring my ex-wife is put in her place. He's been collecting the clone remains whenever they expire, a.k.a. when he finds the opportunity to kill one. But he he rushed away when we saw him. He knew we were trying to find you. Why would he rush away if he knew we were trying to find you? I'd chalk it up to ghost reflexes. Ha ha! I haven't been able to summon my dear compatriot without my supplies, but that all changes tonight. Good God, there is still hope yet! This feels like just like one of the Crane Boys mysteries. I just wish I had my writer's tweed and half-glasses to do it all justice. There. Spirit, oh spirit, I call upon you. Spirit, oh spirit, I call upon you. Spirit, oh spirit. <sighs> Alex, thank God you're here. I've missed you, dear compatriot. Where is she? Oh, I'll kill her. No, 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 no. This isn't about Camille. Actually, I think she may be dead at this point. No, this was the clones' doing. Thank you for all you've done protecting my secret. We need to bury it once and for all. Can you help? Uh, dude, of course. I have an idea, and I think it just might work. I need you to find one of the henchmen, possess him, and get us out of this cage. Can you do that for me? He works fast. He's widely considered as the best ghost working today. Oh, 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 dear God, I've been stabbed. Take a look for yourselves. Yes, Alex. Yes, this way now. Yes! Oh, 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 that hurts. Oh my god. I just killed that guy. That guy is dead. 
follow close behind me, girls. Oh, my God. Alex, keep a lookout, will you? I know it's hard with that sheet you insist on wearing, but don't forget to check the periphery. I'm going to take care of the rest of them. Aye, aye, Kels. Girls, are you ready for some emancipation? Aye, aye, Kels. Yeah, I'm ready to fuck. Hmm? Follow me. Oh, oh, oh. I've been stabbed, you idiot. Some say skills learned from stage fencing aren't transferable. I disagree. Wow. This way. Kelsey, what do you think you're doing trying to leave? No, no, we're supposed to be honing my inflection this week. You can't go. Clones, why is Kelsey out of his cage? They're dead. It's over, Kelsey. Brilliant. Tell me, Kelsey, was it this same sort of lack of control over your own clones that caused your career to flounder? Or was it just your embarrassing lack of stage depth awareness? Oh, and you're trying to take your fans with you. You really think that's such a good idea? They know everything. Everybody is going to find out how spineless you really are. You pussy. Hey, leave Kelsey alone, please. You're the reason no casting agent in Hollywood will take me seriously. Because of that fucking fall. I swear to God, I'll fucking kill him. Just say the word Kelsey he's dead. No, I need to do this for myself and for all the people in my life they've taken from me. Yes, even that menace, Eddie. You can't clone talent, but you can kill a clone that claims to be talented. We know that now. Is that an old proverb? It's beautiful. On guard. Get him, Kels. Get him where it hurts. No! I'm going to enjoy watching the lights go out in your eyes. I'm going to make it to Hollywood one day without you. I'm going to force a reboot. They'll have to cast me. I'm motherfucking Kelsey Grau. Alas, poor Yorick. I knew him, Horatio. A fellow of infinite jest, of most excellent fancy. He hath borne me on his back a thousand times. And now, how abhorred in my imagination it is. My gorge raises at it. Here hung those lips that I have kissed, I know not how oft. Where be your jibes now? Your gambles? Your songs? Your flashes of merriment? That were wont to set the table on a roar? Not one now to mock your own grinning? Quite chapfallen? Make no mistake, you'll never get anywhere in Hollywood, not without Shakespeare in your back pocket. Truly incredible. What a finale! Thank you. Thank you. Kelsey, you still got it. After all these years, you still got it. Speaking of, this feels like the best time to bring up something we've been meaning to ask you. Sid, go ahead. Okay. Kelsey, this whole time was to make sure you were okay. And you are, and that's so great. But we also came here for another reason. Will you take my virginity? I've been waiting for you. I beg your pardon. No, no, not that. That's weird now that we're here. Uh, No, the other thing. Huh? Oh, right, right, right. Oh, yeah, okay. Kelsey, now that you're free and over the whole fall thing, would you ever consider doing a reboot of Frasier? It it really would just mean everything to us. Reboot? You mean like Saved by the Bell? The college years? Like that? Similar, in that the quality will without question be worse but you will make a ton of money. Washed up actors, played out storylines, come on. 
Who would want to watch something like that? You got two viewers already. One, two. I don't know, girls. Come on, Kels. Try and tell me you didn't get a rush through your whole body back there. That monologue flowed through you. I could see it. I won't lie to you. I loved it. You've already got the pitch. Frasier 2.0. Same cast, new city. NBC is going to love it. I was thinking, once we're off this godforsaken island, we should head straight to 30 Rock to strike up a deal. What do you say, Kels? Yeah, Kels. For old time's sake. For Frasier. For Frasier. For Frasier! Alex! Alex! (laughs) (laughs) Ready for your next adventure, Dr. Crane? Bring it on. For Fraser. Fraser. This series is co-hosted by Teddy Ivanova and Sydney Boniface and is produced by Carly McPhee, Matt Rubio, and me, Sydney Boniface. Music and audio production by Nick Digitano. Voices for this episode were provided by Jeff Schisler as Kelsey Grammer and Nicholas Arnold as Alex. Have you seen Fraser Crane concept developed by Sydney Boniface and Lauren Andrews and episodes written by Sydney Boniface? I'm listening.